from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. That's right. Hello. Welcome to the Hammer Down Racing Report once again for, uh, yeah, it was kind of loud, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Well, you turned it down and I turned it up. First one for 2018. Welcome to 2018. Congratulations for making it this far. Yeah. Lots to cover on the show tonight. we got Jimmy Ward Jr. here with us in the studio. We're going to be talking to Perry Cox a little bit later. Uh, before we get to anything, uh, let's uh, give a shout out to Ron Miller and the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, which is where we're at right now. Yeah. Now, now I've got to warn everybody, the Ron Miller Race Car Studios needs a new studio chair. And if you hear me scream <laughs> and... Yeah, we need some sponsorship. So uh, yeah, email me scotthammer at iheartmedia.com if you if want. I, to if I make the wrong move in this chair, we're in deep stuff. We, we, we don't need you to get another. Uh, what'd you have? Knee replacement surgery? Or whatever? Knee, hip. Yeah, yeah you don't need anything else re- replaced. We're we're good. All right, uh, we're gonna kick off the show though, uh, talking with uh, Kevin Jaycox of uh, Sandusky Speedway. I suppose we should take him off hold here. Okay, have we got you, Kevin? Yes, we do. Yeah. Sure. We want to talk about the shortcomings of uh, being a racetrack promoter. Now, just just uh, for, for those of you who don't know, Kevin Jaycox, uh, owner of uh, I, I don't know what, what other titles you may have other than owner, uh, but you can fill us in there. But, uh, yeah, Sandusky Speedway, and uh, usually we talked to you about a month ago about the annual hangover race on, uh, I almost said October 1st, January 1st. Uh, that you had to postpone because of some weather, and it was rescheduled for this Saturday. And once again, uh, weather is uh, ridiculous. So uh, tell us, uh, tell us what uh, what's, what what goes into the decision on uh, and having to reschedule something like that. Um, I, I, first off, we've never had to do this before for a hangover race. So, I mean, we've always raced in anything, but you know, on January first, the weather forecast was uh, nine degrees with minus twenty-five degree wind chill. And uh, Chris Mize and myself, uh, we just decided that it was um, it was obviously not safe to have people sit in the stands. It's not safe to have people in race cars. Um, so we decided to push it back a week. And when I did, you know, the day I did it, the forecast for uh, Saturday was 34 degrees or 30, right around there somewhere. And the next day, right after I did it, it went to 6. The weatherman pulled a nasty on us. He, uh, he, he just moved the warm weather back a day. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, it now now this is where the weather forecast for this Saturday is kind of actually worse than it was January first. It, it's a tough decision, especially when you create an event that you're going to race in any weather. Um, but we've never, I mean, at least in the 15 years I've been here, um, I've never we've never had anything um, that was this bad. I mean, this this cold, and, I, and I'm not going to risk it. It, it. It's just not. You know, it's one thing I promised Ron and the other competitors is the one thing I won't do is cancel, you know what I mean, and not have it this year. Um, we'll just keep going until we find it. Uh, I think my magic number is 15 degrees and above. With, with I think we're no okay. Drastic, yeah, with no, drastic, uh, with no drastic wind chill factors. Um, and next week looks promising, um, so ho- hopefully we can get this in. But yeah, I-, I feel bad for the fans of the event because there's such a huge following of this race, and and obviously we have some loyal drivers. And uh, um, I feel bad, but I-, I do truly in my heart feel- felt that we made the right decision to uh, for the betterment of everybody. I, I mean, I- I- there's no way I-, I couldn't put my staff out there, or drivers. It-, it just it wasn't safe. You know, it just wasn't safe. Was it? Was, no. was there any ever any thoughts in uh, maybe? Pushing it back to say June or June or July? No, 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 no. I, I, I did. I did tell my son we were talking about it, and he said, "So what happens if it's cold? Like from now until April?" I said, "I guess this is going to be one interesting opening day." That's it. You know. <laughs> well, we were joking on Facebook about having to call it the Groundhog Day 100. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, I, I truly feel we did what's best, and. Uh, the fans have been real receptive of what we did. They they understood, and there's been a lot of people that put some uh, positive posts up for us. And um, you know, Ron's been a supporter of this race forever, and um, appreciate everything that you guys have done to help us help us get the word out. But um, we're definitely going to race it. I, I couldn't tell you when, but I'm pretty positive we're going to race it next Saturday so on the 13th. 13th, one o'clock yeah, is on is uh, race time again. Same times as as you had originally. Uh, just push yeah. back now. Pit, pit gates yeah. are going to be opening at 9, hot laps at 11, racing at 1, correct? Yeah, yep, everything's going to stay the same. Very good. 
And still that huge purse to win, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny that, you know, I, I have the same meeting I do every year with these guys, and I, and, and this has just been a fun event, and the, the competitors are what makes it fun. You know, they don't they don't create this to be drastically over-serious, and, you know, like you do in the weekly racing in the summer. But um, I had a guy call me up, and he asked, he goes, well, why don't you have practice on Friday? What? <laughs> I said. I said because that, then you are all taking it too serious, <laughs> you know. And uh, I mean, we're we're very lucky to have the people that are involved in this, and uh, um, just makes me honored to be the host of the event. Was there uh, any uh, consideration? Uh, I know you were considering uh, Sunday, but there was another event uh, that conflicted uh, in in Painesville, I guess, uh, for trying yeah, to Painesville, Painesville Speedway. Yeah, they opened up last year. Um, they, it was closed for a year, and they opened back up last year. And they, they started this winter series with mostly, I think, I believe it's front wheel drives mm-hmm. that they're mostly running. And um, I, I, you know, we we've done some work together, and um, uh, Randy and Jerry are great people, and uh, I, I I didn't want to even attempt to affect them, even if I took two cars. It just it, it wasn't right, you know. And um, especially when you're dealing with the track in Ohio, you know. So I decided that Sunday wasn't an option for us, and uh, I hope everybody does understand that. It's just uh, when you're in this situation. You, you don't need to start going to war it. <laughs> well, and I think it was I think it was a pretty stand up thing to do, Kevin. It really was. You know, uh, working together with other tracks is something that our sports uh, in dire need of. <laughs> you're, you're right, and and, and and I hate to say it because the, the the biggest issues of tracks working together are the tracks. You know, um, we've been very successful at working with other racetracks. We work with Toledo Speedway and. And Scott Schultz and Ron Dreger, uh, we work with them very good. So obviously, we work with Flat Rock very good. Um, you know, we 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 did go into a, a partnership last year with another racetrack, um, and we we moved to Sunday Racing to try to help us out and help them out. And um, obviously, it, it didn't work out for us. Um, the whole partnership didn't work out together at all. But it was nothing of the competitors' fault. It was strictly the you know the track owners just couldn't get along. And um, but it's a tough deal when you try to work with racetracks. There's egos involved and there's events involved, but we've been very successful to work with work with Toledo, Barberton Speedway, um, Painesville Speedway, uh, Midvale Speedway. We've been really, really successful at working with all those. Well, it looks like all of our Facebook commenters here are in agreement with uh, your decision there on, on postponing it. I know myself uh, was not looking forward to going out and uh, getting frostbite well and i'm sure that there would have been people that would have gotten frostbite uh no matter how much you prepare for it well and think about it It, not just the drivers you know what about the flagman (laughs) and he's he's getting pounded with snowballs (laughs) well the other thing kevin kevin the other thing that that some of our listeners that have never been to sandusky aren't aware it's on the lake and there's always wind Right, exactly, and, and we're fortunate that, you know, we don't have a lot, uh, most of January 1st races, honestly, Ron, and you know this from competing in it, I can only remember, uh, I think it was 2004 that was really cold, and it was 15 degrees. Uh, um, and I was but, cold. The, the worst part <laughs> about that whole race was a red flag when we had to stop, and wow, it, it just yeah. it got bitter cold in the cars. Yep, yeah, I and mean, we've been very lucky. I mean, our average temperature for, for January 1st races, because I keep track of all this, is like 32 degrees. Um, and one, I mean, we have obviously had one that was 50-something, so that drew, drew, drew that average up. But um, we've been very lucky that it's been very tolerable to race. And, and uh, um, there, there's no way. I, I just I, I love my staff, uh, and I love all the people that attend this event, and I, there's no way I wanted to take a chance of, of, of harming anybody. To make a couple bucks—that's just crazy. Absolutely, the right choice. Was there any uh, consideration uh, for the event at uh, Mid Michigan Raceway Park, or did you consider that too far away? Uh, as well, far as honestly, I didn't know about it until after I did it. Ah. Um, but but I did I did reach out to uh, a friend of mine um, who's on this radio. <laughs> so I reached out to him to get some more advice on it, and. Uh, I talked to my people, but that's so far from us. I, I really can't see how it's going to affect them or us. Um, maybe with one or two cars, but maybe one um, or two. Yeah, Ron, Ron had to make a choice. No choice right. there. Exactly. <laughs> but I, I just, uh, I, unfortunately, I, I felt bad. 
Um, but it, it, I, I know what would happen if I would have said, okay, let's not do this and let's do it to 20th. I'd be back in the same situation. Yeah. And then I would be back in the end of February because the, the 27th, I definitely can't do it um, because it's my cavalcade. Or not cavalcade, it's my banquet. So, I, I mean, I can't do it to 27th, so I, all my people will be gone. And then I'm then I'm in February. And there's people that still have cars to get done. And, um, and, and then we're talking about Daytona. Go. Exactly, and, and honestly, if something happens uh, uh, the 13th, I would say the 20th is, it would end up being we're either going to do it Friday or, or Saturday or Sunday, and um, that's the point that I'm to that point where I got to get it done this this month. Gotcha. One last question for you here. Uh, this is a question from one of our listeners. Side uh, sideboards going to be allowed on the Moonshine class? I know you were kind of tossing that around last time we spoke to you. Well, we we. We're, we're really no, we're not going to allow it this year. Um, we are, and the reason Chris, uh, my race director, I really let him call the shots on anything that's racing, and, and he's very good at what he does, and he's also very anal. And the part that he has an issue with, if one person didn't see it and, and shows up without it, that would have done it, it's going to be an issue, and he doesn't feel that's fair. Um, so what he is going to do though, as soon as this race is over, and he's going to announce it at, at, the, at the race too, is that we. We'll allow it next year. Two by four boards next year? Yeah. Yep. We're going straight by with what you, you suggested, Ryan. We're going to go two by four, and um, and Chris will have that in the rules, um, in the rule package this year. But he's just, I, and I don't argue with him. I don't know if you guys know Chris Meiser or not, but he's six foot six, and he's a pretty big guy. So I'm, I'm afraid if I argue with him too much, I'll end up smacking me around. But, <laughs> <laughs> but he, 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 he's so so anal about being fair and, and thank god I'm, I'm very lucky to have him and uh um and i don't override him and, and that was the decision he stuck with and that's what i went with it you know so and what um, about but we will. what about what about uh, the, the sprint car wings uh, instead of a roof i think we allowed those last year didn't we i've seen them before I would, uh, for the uh, champagne for, cars for the uh yeah. or, or for the, for the moonshiners I, it's not in the rules you know, uh, I, I remember, and I don't remember for sure if it was last year or two years ago, a couple of Flat Rock figure eight cars came down and they had, and it certainly wasn't a sprint a little, car wing, but yeah. the roof is sort of a wing. Um, I guess there's nothing. Right, I, I know. I know there's nothing in there about that, and I know we've we've had, like you said, the fly rock cars have wings on them. We've never we've never stopped that. Cool. All right. Well, looking forward to uh, a week from Saturday. Now, let's uh, hope for some slightly warmer weather, and uh, uh, we'll we'll finally have the. It's a long hangover. We'll get our hangover over <laughs> with then on the thirteenth. I think somebody put it up when I put the post up. They were changing dates again. Somebody posted um, right away and said, I hope people haven't been drunk this long. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kevin, we appreciate the time. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. See you in a couple of weeks. All right. Take care. No, you'll see me next week. You're okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Right. Take care, guys. You too. Bye. All right. That's uh, Kevin Jaycox and Dusty Speedway. The hangover race will uh, be happening on Saturday, January 13th, fingers crossed. Rain, shine, and warm weather. And not, yeah, not cold, not ridiculously cold weather like we've been having. Um, my computer froze, so I'm monitoring our... And, I, and I'm really hoping that that's behind us. Yes. The really cold stuff, not the computer freezing. Yeah, if, but I'm monitoring our comments there. If you want to join the conversation, uh, comment on our Facebook Live. Uh, also, don't forget, you can listen to us on uh, iHeartRadio, On Demand, after after our Facebook Live broadcast, usually like tomorrow morning, Scott, we've uh, I know we're expecting a call here in just a minute, but uh, Australian national title race and the uh, American invasion down there is coming up. How about we get to that later? Okay. Well, we're still talking winter racing right now. Uh, before Perry's going to be calling in, and we got we still have to get Jimmy. He's he's waiting patiently here. Uh, the Whiteout 100 we mentioned briefly, that's also going on Saturday, January 13th up in Mid-Michigan Raceway Park. We tried uh, like heck to get somebody from uh, there to come on the show with us tonight, too. and Kept missing. Kept, kept missing out there. Uh, but their show's going on same day up there. Uh, where's that at? It's like north of Lansing. It's north of Lansing. Yeah. Palo, Michigan, if you want to do a search on it. There you go. Um, and, and that yeah, just wanted to touch on that real quick. Uh, looks like Perry's calling. So we, uh, let's talk to Perry. Hello, Perry. 
Perry Cox. Hammer Down Racer Report. Is that you? It is. How's it going, Professor? What's up, Scott? <laughs> hey. How you doing? It's a wonderful night. As long it as you're not outside. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. Unless you're an Eskimo. Yeah, good Eskimo weather. Now, Perry Cox, uh, for those of you who may not know, he's he, he's been a, a bomber racer. He started out in a, a what what kind of car did you start out in? Oh, it was uh, enduro racing is how I got hooked okay. on uh, hooked on it, and then I went into uh, the bomber class. I'm surprised you didn't tout me as the uh, the tow truck driver. Well, we were going to get to that. We were going to get to oh, that. Oh, kind of like a surprise or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. All right. That's fine. Well, I kind of ruined it then, I guess. But uh, Took the surprise out of it. Absolutely. Well, right. It, the, my first interactions with you was uh, when we used to do a celebrity charity races, you actually uh, let me borrow your car. Yeah, Back when you were a celebrity. Yeah, 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 that was nerve-wracking. First dent the bumper ever got into it. I was going to say, <laughs> I, I thought I wrecked it pretty good. You did. You did. It was... I, I had wrecked everything on the front side of the car. I had never actually wrecked the back of it, but you you got there. I think got I got there. both ends, didn't I? You got both ends, yeah, right. definitely. <laughs> no, you did good because it worked out. Because look at you now. You know what I mean? It's it, it, it's uh, it's all good. That's it's my all problem. good. There's there's no arm on my chair here. I know you can't see me, Perry, but yeah, I'm like trying to lean on this. I'm like, why does my elbow keep slipping off? Yeah, but, we need to talk about yeah. a, a sponsor. I, for we some we need some chairs here. <laughs> Perry, we need you to sponsor us, but uh, the, the Lazy Boy Hammer Down Racing Report. We need a furniture that store could to work. sponsor. Yeah. Now you yeah. helped me out a lot uh, when I got started with my first car. I know you help out a lot of people back there in the pits. So. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, really enjoy that. And, and you got out of racing a few years ago uh, when you had your 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 son. Yeah. Uh, uh, two now. Yeah. What are What are your plans? Are, will we see you in a race car again? Are you going to stay in the tow truck? Uh, what's uh, well, what, I mean, I like the tow truck. I mean, it, it's really a good gig, um, but it's it's nothing compared to being in a race car. Actually, uh, me and several of the maniacs here in Marinci are kind of looking forward to that uh, grocery getter classic that they're touting at uh, Fairfield. Yeah. As, a, as a matter of fact, and I have not even told Ron this, I have already, we will be speaking to, I believe it's Dave from Bearfield in a couple weeks on the show about the grocery getter classic at Bear Field. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. going to be oh, exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me and a couple of the guys here, we're going to put a car together and go down there and try racing for 24 hours and see if we can. Uh, that, that's a pretty big purse. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't, you know, I hope he gets the cars that he, he wants to get. But, uh, but you know, either way, I mean, it's, I mean, that's kind of how I got started in racing and, I always really enjoyed it. You know, it's kind of enduro racing on steroids, really. So. <laughs> well, if, if you need a fourth driver, because I believe each team has to have four drivers, you know, maybe somebody gets sick or something. Well, know, hey, I'm, I'm here. You know, I'll be an alternate. Ha- hammers in. Yeah. Somebody might fall asleep. This is 24 hours of, uh, you know, nonstop getting well, after it. And so. one of the questions that, that uh, I don't remember who I was talking to that came up, well, I think I was talking to Randy Roberts, uh, was <laughs> – wonder if we have to be there you know all four drivers have to be there when it starts or if some of them can show up later throughout the night yeah that'll be something we ask because i mean there's we have uh, you know me and the group that i'm with we've sat down and really had some strategy sessions (laughs) because uh this is a little different type of uh racing than what you know your saturday night grassroots racers kind of used to so i don't know if strategy is going to play into that at all i think it's going to be dumb luck which is kind of my wheelhouse right so you know yeah <laughs> so how, but you got to be you got to be in it to win it so, so how, you know are you are you uh i mean other than the grocery getter classic are you uh are you content uh, with your your current uh position in the tow truck how was the transition from racer to tow truck driver and being out there or are you really jonesing on saturday yeah. nights and you're, we're going to see mean, you soon it's it's different i mean let's i mean i'll be honest i got a 406 cubic inch small block race engine sitting in my garage okay and there's no you know i have no intention of getting rid of it anytime soon because i fully intend on using it uh <laughs> you know when my son gets a little bit older and he can hand me some wrenches and you know, we can do it together. But You know, uh, coincidentally, you've got that engine, and I've got a couple of rolling chassis for sale. Just throwing that, that out there. I know, right? It's amazing. <laughs> Believe me, I, I watch like a hawk. I, I keep up on that. But, uh, but yeah, no, I really I really do. And I love racing. I mean, that's how I got into this. And, uh, 
Um, it and just I kind of worked out. And your wife is very supportive of it, and she's uh, often in the tow truck with you. Yes, she is super supportive of it. She absolutely loves it. I mean, she will go to the track without me. Like if I've got, <laughs> you know, uh, if I got to be in a wedding or something like that, then she'll be like, "Well, I'm going to the track." So and I you had her in whatever. a car for one of those enduro races. That yeah, she time. did good. Yeah. She finished seventh or something like that. Like she was, she was top ten in enduro points. Back in the day, you know what I mean. So it was. Would uh, she do that again? No, no. <laughs> she told me when she got out. She's like, "I'm glad I did it. I'm proud of myself. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad I did it, but I don't want to do it again." And I'm like, "Okay, that's totally cool." You know, you know, because that, you know, when it comes to racing. You know, there's a lot of different ways to love racing. I mean, you can be a you can be a car driver. You can be a car owner. You can be a a, you know, a member of a pit crew. You can be a photographer sitting in the stand. You can be that person that is there every Saturday night and never misses. And, you know, you, uh, you know, keep up with all the drivers and you got a camper and, you know, everybody's experience can be different, but they, they can still be a, you know, a dirt track fanatic and do it a lot of different ways. So, so I gonna... mean, I go ahead. I mean, I guess that's, uh, you know, that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, I'm still as much of a dirt track fanatic as I ever been, but, uh, but I'll be honest with you running a safety crew with, with at Oak shade. It's uh man, it's a really neat experience. I always used to wonder when I wiped my car out, why, uh, you know, when the tow truck driver was hooking me up, why they never come running back to me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, unless it was something really bad, I figured that out. You know, there has never been a driver ever that was happy that he wrecked his car. True story. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever noticed? Have you ever noticed sitting in the infield that the cars look so much faster than they do when you're sitting on the outside of the track? They really do. It's true because you see, you know, and and you also, especially with the left rear, you get to see the suspension and you get to see so much more um, from the infield in a different way. Uh, and it, yeah, it looks a lot faster because they're just every by, every racer you know? every racer once in a while has something happen where they have to pull to the infield and sitting there the it just appears as though the cars are going immensely faster than yes. they were when when you were out on the track. Yes, and it's hard to watch the entire track because you know especially a short track because there's unless you're turning pirouettes right. the whole time you know yeah it's it's a different experience there's no doubt but uh don't take this the wrong way but you are the epitome and i mean this as a compliment you are the epitome of a dirt racing nerd i know oh i know (laughs) there's so many like you could sit here and and quiz me i got so many inside things that i know about that people are doing because i want to know those things you know and i mean all my friends are dirt track people and I uh, I don't know. I'm a dirt track fanatic. How can I say I got problems? So we'll know? have to get you in the studio sometime. Well, uh, Scott. I, well, I got kind of a radio face, but I mean, if, if that's what <laughs> we you all do. do. We all do, and that's why we got cameras in here too. You so. know, li- li- right. listening to Perry go on, uh, I think you found your replacement for when you're down in the car. Sure. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you well, go. he's in put, the tow truck. Though. Could, Is that where we're going to see you this summer? We could put him up again? in the booth occasionally. Hey, I'll tell you what. We'll just I mean, give a microphone down on the track. I, I could I would put a shot sometime. I mean, my only fear would be I might drop a swear word, but I think at Oakshade that'd probably fly. You know I, what I mean? Depending the, on what it was. There was Pretty sure it happens. There was one night where I accidentally did that. It did happen. And my brother was there, he was sitting in front of the tower and was, I was trying to play something on the computer and it didn't fire and I forgot I had my uh, microphone open. Oh and no. I believe it was uh the other word for poop that I kind of oh. whispered and then i saw him turn around because i didn't realize the mic was on until oh. i saw him turn around and look at me and, <laughs> and I just then he kinda, doubled over i just kind of ducked down behind the the table and yeah that one's one of my favorites i'll bet brian doubled over <laughs> yeah hey so you, i don't know if you're going to talk about it or not but did you see the announcement that rusty schlank came out with we will yes. be talking about that yes yeah you're stealing our thunder again well, okay all right sorry it's a I'll tease stick to the, i'll stick to the to the tow truck stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. All right. Well, we got to actually we got Jimmy Ward Jr. here in the studio too, who uh, I believe is going to be making the switch to dirt track racing. And, Fantastic. Uh, and he's been sitting here patiently while we've been talking to all these people on the phone. So we're gonna, we got to let you go, uh, Mr. Right. Cox. So all I push, right. We'll pr- talk to him. I appreciate you calling in, man. <laughs> all right. You bet. We'll talk to you later. All right. Later.
Perry Cox. Perry what, Cox. What a guy. Love that guy. I, oh, he's a sweetheart. He really is. <laughs> so as uh, as we mentioned, uh, sitting right here with us and been very quiet so far, Jimmy Ward Jr., um, tell tell everybody uh, about yourself. Uh, Third for, generation racer. Well, you're not him. I want to hear from him. Knock it off, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, Jimmy. How'd you get started in racing? What have you been doing? Man, it's been a long, long road. My grandpa started, I want to say close to 50 years ago doing it. Um, I've always been at the racetrack, and then when my grandpa passed, he left us with a bunch of race cars, and who's just going to let a bunch of race cars sit around? That would that would be a tragedy. <laughs> so uh, me and my dad decided let's put him back on the track and took to it, and I liked driving more than I liked working on them, and he liked working on them more than he liked driving them. And see, I'm with you. I'm a, see, I'm on that mindset. I like driving them more than I like working on them. Yeah, well, we like working on your cars too, yeah, Scott. I, that's why I bring it to you. <laughs> so, I mean, and he he did good when he was racing. He raced dwarf cars, um, late models, wrecked a bunch of them. I've wrecked my fair share too, but he liked working on them, and he liked watching me drive them, so... Let's let our listeners know that the Ward family was a stalwart in pavement racing for a lot of years. A long time, yeah. yeah. I'm sure Grandpa did his fair share of dirt racing back in the day, because everybody did. Yeah, but, because there uh, wasn't such thing as a paved track. That, that's <laughs> it. They hadn't invented pavement yeah. when he started. I can relate. So where where have you been uh, running at? Um, for the first couple of years, I was smart. I stayed on the small tracks like Flat Rock and kind of ran there weekly. And then, um, what class? Late models. I re- always ran late models. I never. Drove That's where you started. You started out. Started off. right in the All late right. model. Go right in. That's not messing around. My dad told me when I was ten that if I ever raced, it'd be that'd be the first thing I drove. And you know, there's people that have driven everything under the sun, and I I can't say that. Um, I started in late models. I stayed in Flat Rock for the most part, and you know. Stayed safe, stayed out of the way, and gained a lot of respect. And then uh, towards the end of my second year, I went to Toledo and fell in love with the place. It's fast and fun, but it's hard on stuff, hard <laughs> on equipment. Um, and then from there, I we started traveling a little bit. Um, longtime family friend, he's more like an uncle to me than anything. Um, he bought a car from Dennis Strickland so and we started traveling a little bit with that and you know just running you know in the top 10 staying out of trouble and first year we ran that full-time at Toledo finished third in gold cup points and so you said you were traveling what other uh um we raced Sandusky um Bearfield one race um then of course Toledo and Flat Rock but um for the most part I mean Toledo, that was the that was our biggest track that we like to go to, and then go beat beat the car up on Saturday nights at Flat Rock, and then spend the rest of the week fixing it, pounding the dents <laughs> out. So, it, what's uh, what's your best or most memorable race so far? Um, probably first Glass City two hundred I ever ran in the new car. I started inside second row behind Dennis Strickland. Um. Which was kind of cool because I only got the car from him, you know, a couple months before then, right there towards the end of the year, and started right behind him. And twenty laps in, got into the front stretch wall and dropped back a little bit, and finished. I, I think I finished sixth in that race. That was that was probably my best finish at Toledo. Um, just stayed out of the trouble and finished up front. Well, and and the two hundred. That's a race where. Just being there at the end is important. Oh, absolutely. Staying out of trouble. You know, I I was, I didn't like the idea of starting on the pole or inside second row, and it was, I knew that's where all the trouble starts. So I kind of, I think it was probably a good thing that I, you know, got into a little bit of trouble in the beginning of the race and got shuffled back because I was still there at the end where all the front runners were wrecking and using their stuff up, using everything up exactly. I think I watched probably five or six cars blow right front going into turn one, and just wow, glad you didn't that's see not any, me. No future in that, right? Yeah, no, I I didn't want anything to do with any of that, so I just you know hung back out of the way and 
was there at the end. So Ron tells me that uh, you've bought a dirt car. Well, I can't take credit for buying it. Um, <laughs> obviously, um, my uncle that bought the car from Dennis Strickland, you know, I we talked about it. Toledo didn't have very many races scheduled. We weren't really into traveling to all these other tracks with the main event series. and So we decided to get the car from Ron and see what we can do on a dirt track. Have you and, raced uh, on dirt before? Um, drove my dwarf car through a cornfield. Does that count? <laughs> I think it might be a little That's different. Close. I don't know. I haven't That's driven close. through a cornfield, so. <laughs> I mean, it was fun. We've been on a couple of pretty rough racetracks, though. Well, yeah. you closely approximates a cornfield. Okay. So what? Uh, what? Uh, I mean, what? What led to that? Um. Family falling out, kind of. Not oh, really going to okay. get into that. Okay, um, understood. I knew. I knew it was coming. I saw it coming, but I'm not. I'm not going to elaborate on that. I just. Oakshade raced every weekend, and I was always, you know, kind of jealous of Ron and you guys every Saturday going to the racetrack, and I'm like, well, I got six, seven more Saturdays until I go racing again, and I just, I didn't like that, and um, I like how they run stuff out at Oakshade. I pulled Ron's trailer out there for the, what was it, the third attempt at opening night this year. Right. Because <laughs> his dually was down, and you know, I had a, I had a blast. So um, you've been out to, to Oakshade then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Drug rounds trailer out there. I think we worked my truck half to death on the way there with it, but um, I loved it. I mean, I enjoyed being there, you know, watching, you know, almost as much as I ever enjoyed driving a car at Toledo or Fly Rock. So, and the racing is just, I mean, it's not, you don't have to buy tires every week, and that's that's the main thing. It's with their with their pavement car, they were looking at a tire bill of almost $600 every time they took the car out. Yeah, that would that would price me out of it. <laughs> and that, yeah, I mean, you it, haven't seen the bill for rehab in your car, buddy. I, I know, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, it just, I, I kind of, me and Ron sat down and talked about it a little bit and realized, you know, the cost factor and some of the guys, there's there's guys out there with close to quarter million dollar, you know, racing fund every year, and it's just there's no competing with that, you know. I mean, there's still guys that are going to have, you know, racing money put aside like that but nothing like there is on pavement i mean some of the guys just spend ridiculous amounts of money destroy four cars in a year blow six motors up and they're perfectly okay with it the one thing i've always stressed is that for racing to survive it has to be fun oh absolutely. Uh, at, our, at our level nobody's making big money um and and it needs to be fun and the racers need to enjoy it and when the racing, whether it's the sanctioning bodies or the racers themselves, wind up taking the fun out of it, it's time to do something different. And, uh, yeah, and I, I'm really glad to see. I, I think you're going to do well, and uh, I, you're going to have fun. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Um, I'm just it, it, you're going to be driving racing with the late models. Right? Yes. Okay. Correct. Yep. Yeah, I mean... It's what he's always done, raced with late models. Yeah, no reason to change just no, because the surface changes. No reason to jump back down to the bottom of the ladder to climb back up. I'm but. assuming it's a little different going from pavement to dirt. I well, have, you've raced on everything. I've figured out right. that everything is, you know, it's backwards. It's back- completely backwards. <laughs> you know, you, okay. guys, you guys mount your batteries right over top of the right rear tire, and we mount ours, you know, right behind my back. So, you know, I've... I've noticed some things like, wow, that's actually backwards. We, we had trouble getting his car started the other day, and we push-started it um, on, on a strip of pavement. Yeah, I think we made some neighbors mad. I'm not sure, though. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, and, and I told him that the steering on a dirt car is a whole lot quicker, oh, yeah. and he was going to have to make a conscious effort to slow his hands down. Yeah, we figured that out, too. And uh, <laughs> his first couple hundred feet, man, the car was darting left, darting right, and yeah, after he'd gone a little ways, he's he's smoothed out. Yeah, he's going to be all right. I think we'll be all right. It'll be fun to see. You're going to go for uh, rookie of the year then at uh, Um We're going to try and run as many shows as we can. Um, I know we're not going to be able to run them all with work and all that, but we're going to try. Any other Definitely. tracks uh, try and hit um, uh, next summer too? If I can get a Friday Saturday off, we might take a run down to Attica. And a couple small tracks, and probably won't see Eldora for a couple of years. I would <laughs> I would imagine kind of like. Chance there might be a Sunday or two at uh, Millstream down in Finley. Possibly, yep. Don't look at me like that. I know, I've got to bite my lip. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Time to change subjects. 
So uh, where do you see yourself? Uh, I mean, do you see yourself doing this uh, for you know driving a dirt late model for several years? Is this you know? Yeah, um, okay. I think that's what I mean. I'm slowly trying to get rid of my car. I'm trying to keep as many things off of it that I know I'm going to need because um, nobody uses the same parts for ten years in a row. But um, yeah, yeah, we're gonna car. we're gonna probably keep the engine out of the car because it's practically brand new, but. Yeah, we're going to get rid of all the pavement stuff and uh, go dirt racing. Yeah, I just I just modified my trailer this week. Put ramp overs in it so we can get the big <laughs> tires in. Bitter cold and made every cut of every piece of lumber inside that trailer. So are, do you have any plans uh, to, you know, maybe join what, like, well, we'll talk about Rusty Schlink here in a little bit, but do, you know, maybe uh, do some uh, a series or something. A national touring yeah. series? or I mean. Or is it just fun running it, a little? I mean, or is stuff? that just too far into the future? It's, You're not even there yet to even think You know, about it, that. it is pretty far into the future, but, you know, I'd, I'd like to stay local and be able to race within a couple hours of home for a couple of years until I get more comfortable with it. And, you know, if I get a chance, you know, take it, run with it. You know, the interesting thing is that for dirt late models, there's probably seven, eight racetracks well within that two hours. Absolutely, yeah. And, I mean, and they race every weekend. If if right. you have a dirt car and you're not racing every weekend, it's because you don't want to race every weekend. Right. And you have the chance, and if you really want to, you can race Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Not that, you know, you can't. And that guy right there will can't. help you out, too, to keep your racing every weekend too. absolutely we try don't Ron, we scott you, you <laughs> shameless ch- plug for ron miller race cars you've challenged us a couple in the times. ron miller race cars too i had i did yes and but, r- you, but you had perfect yeah, attendance i did even i mean even when we were running pavement ron was helping us out there a lot and as soon as we switched over to dirt uh, he's still been helping me out a ton and i couldn't thank him enough i know he's a he's a major advocate for uh Dirt racing. So. Absolutely, I he was racing of, in general. Come on yeah, now. He, I, the thought the the thought came to me, and I was like, you know what? Who I'm going to call? I'm going to call around and see what he thinks about it. And he goes, I think it's a great idea. <laughs> All right. Now, even, here's here's a question for you. Until, stutter once. until until you beat him, here, then here, he's not well, longer exactly, a great idea. Then, for and his. that's where I was going. He's been racing a lot of pavement. I wonder if he thinks he's got an, uh, a little bit of an edge when we go to Sandusky. Mm-hmm. He's even raced there before. Is he, are you are you racing in the absolutely the hangover? Oh, okay, yeah. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, and then it's coming to us for a new body. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sandusky and the, yeah, that's the car in, owner. in that order. Car owner wants it looking pretty next year, which you know, that's fine. We'll have it pretty for the car shows, and the rest is up to you. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I mean Sandusky, I've been there before. I wasn't really a fan of it because forty laps in, throwing sparks off the brakes isn't too fun. But you know, if there's snow on it, it'll be even more fun and. What's uh, what's your best finish uh, on pavement so far? On pavement, mm. I believe it was sixth in the Glass City. But okay. you know, and that's another thing. I was four or five laps down. But when the first place guy's lapping the second place guy, it, you know, that's where racing stops being fun. Cool. Well, we hope you have a, a lot of fun this summer. I know uh, I have, and Ron does, and has for hundreds of years now. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Dog years. Speaking dog oh, yeah, years. Yeah. So, well, thank you for coming in, Jimmy well, Ward Jr. For looking me. forward to seeing you. What number uh, are we going to see in your car? Same uh, as you ran on. Same old six. Six. Okay. Yep. How'd you get that number? Any uh, significance to that? You Grandpa's know, it, number. It's wasn't the only it yeah. Grandpa's number forever. Um, six and sixteen. They ran the two Iceman cars for years and years. Iceman series. I used to do that website years ago. But, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can't. I mean, it's the only number I've ever seen on a race car that was in any of our shops. So. Cool. I can't walk away from it. I might try to talk him into 16. Seems like there's a couple of sixes, but... Uh, right, Graham Short. Yeah, yeah, we might have to, might have to go with 16. Head. We might have to go, because I, nope. I don't remember any 16s. I, I can't think of any at the top of my head, but uh, you had an announcement about the Australia thing. I didn't really have time to look into it. Uh, big thing going down, down under. Their national, ti- under. their national title race plus the American invasion in Australia, uh, two weekends. Uh, I think it's the 16th and 17th. And I don't know. I sent you a message on it, but that's okay. Um, we'll talk about it more next week because there'll be plenty of time. And if there's any way at all, I'd like to see us uh, simulcast their I'm not sure if we're techn- if I'm technically uh, advanced enough to do that. But it- are they doing a Facebook Live? 
Um, I'll have to look. I, into I'm not sure how they're doing. We'll it. look into that. We'll, but, def- we'll uh, at least have a link to it where you can watch exactly. it at the very and, least. Uh, I think it's on the uh, 19th of January, but I'm not sure of the national date. Uh, it's a big deal. It's it's their World 100. There'll be four Americans racing in it. Do you know who they are? Um, the only one I'm sure of is Joe Godsey, who's a West Coast racer from here. Um, I can't remember who the other three are. Okay. It, it, it's just been announced the last couple of days. Well, all right, we'll post uh, some more information uh, then on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash hammerdownracingreport. And, it, and it's a race where you'd have to get up on a Saturday morning and listen to it because right now they're... This is tw- morning in uh, Yeah, they're 12 hours ahead of us. Oh, man. So, so there's if, that. If you're listening to us on the east coast of the United States, um, you'd have to be up fairly early on a Saturday morning. But it's a fun race, it, it, and it's a big, big deal. All right, other news. Uh, I got a racing roundup here from uh, this past week. Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series will be returning to Waynesfield Raceway Park uh, to headline the eighth running of the Dick Spencer Memorial on Saturday, July 7th. Uh, The non-wing special will pay $1,500 to win. Local racer Chad Wilson will be there. Fremont Speedway announced their season opener. They're going to uh, kick off the 2018 season on Saturday, April 14th, which is also my brother's birthday, and I believe the same day the Titanic sunk. All right. Just important. Uh, Coincidentally? Yeah. yeah. Uh, John Ivey uh, was the winner at the uh, Rumble in Fort Wayne for the uh, winged and non-winged 600s. Uh, Tony Stewart uh, finished sixth in the midget feature there. Nick Hamilton was the winner of the, the midgets there, the Rumble going on uh, just before uh, New Year's. Fun race. They melt yeah. the ice off the hockey rink. Put some coke syrup down. No, they do. No, it's, that's it's, it's in the Coliseum. It's now. an addition. Yeah, it's yeah. a building next to it, so they can yeah. play hockey while they're racing in the same complex. I'll bet. Pretty cool. It's like my two favorite things. Yeah, racing and hockey. Um, I can't imagine a hockey a hockey game with alcohol fumes drifting through. <laughs> I didn't really notice. They must have some good ventilation in there. Hmm. But uh, Rusty Schlenk news. Yes, just announced. Uh, was it yesterday or the day before? Yesterday. Uh, he uh, will be well. Let me let me two-time and current UMP national champion and former guest uh, here on the Hammerdown Racing Report, Rusty Schlenk, uh, formally announced that he will be running for the World of Outlaws Craftsman Crafts, Craftsman Late Model Series. There's too many words in that uh, series. Rookie of the Year in 2018 is going to be piloting the CJ1 Rayburn by Rusty Schlenk Racing, which is owned by Tyler Bork. Uh, his first race will be February 9th and 10th. At uh, the Screven Motorsports Complex in Sylvania, Georgia, for the Winter Freeze 7. Right. And then he'll be heading to Florida for, for uh, all those races right, down there. Right, right. Speed weeks. Yeah, I, I don't know if he'll uh, catch the races at East Bay or not. Maybe we can check with Rusty because those are typically not World of Out- Outlaw uh, races, but for sure he'll be at Volusia County. So pretty big, uh, pretty big there. Oh, it is. And Rusty has been. A real, uh, real powerhouse in, around this area. Absolutely. Uh, Dunn Benson Motorsports and uh, Bobby Pierce will chase the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series National Championship in 2018. Different series for uh, Bobby Pierce, who's he's fared well, well uh, you know, in the UMP Summer Nationals. I believe it's the last two titles. Right. He's won. So, and he's braced with the the Craftsman, or no, they're not. They're what are they? The truck series, the NASCAR truck series. Camping World. Camping World, thank you. Yep. <laughs> I'm a few years behind on my sponsorships. That's uh, okay. It, it's And here's something else I wanted to ask you about. It's still Winston Cup. <laughs> Smoke them if you got them. Uh, the Schaefer Oil uh, Southern National Late Model Series institutes uh, a new rule this year. It's called the Droop Rule. Have you heard of this? I have. Okay. Wanted to get your opinion on this. Uh, it aims to eliminate some of the lift on the uh, rear end of the late, late on, models. On, on the left rear. Left rear. The new rule will set the limit at uh, 47 inches. That's the dis- distance between the rear deck lid and the ground. Uh, they'll have a half-inch uh, variance you know, leeway there. Cars will be uh, tacked with the left rear jacked up. Chains will be used to uh, to, to limit, to the limit travel. That, that travel. Yeah, and the top three, I guess, are going to be checked. Uh, and then they'll do a random two or three others. But that is the uh, a series I'm not really familiar with, the uh, Schaefer Oil Southern Nationals Late Model Series. You know, do you know the reason behind that droop chain? Because that rear end gets way up in the air. 
and and the cars get rolled over hard onto the right side and it doesn't take much and we saw a lot of cars rolling over this year so they're so trying they're, they're trying to make a, it safer it's not an aerodynamic no thing. It, it really isn't okay. uh it, it's more a safety thing uh, uh almost every week you saw a picture of a car getting hiked way up and uh catching a little hole and going over did that so, do uh does ump have a rule uh, for that at not all? yet but you know i i'm sure they're watching this to see how it works um, i thought you meant they were watching us i was like yeah, yeah. we're really influential well and sam probably is he's right. the head of ump he, good sam listener Gerders, absolutely so but, uh, do you think no, that's a good rule then no i really do okay. It really do. Do you think that's going to take longer to tech than at the... Not know? at all. It, it's okay. just a matter of a floor jack and a tape measure. All right. Uh, one other uh, thing here before we get to a couple national stories. Uh, if you want to see a... Well, actually, this is not really local, but uh, they're having a free race, free racing event. If you want to go watch some free dirt track racing, you got to go to Tennessee, unfortunately. Uh, they're having the free sweetheart uh, event at 411 Motor Speedway. It's in Seymour, Tennessee. Uh, featuring crate late model sportsmen, modified street, modified street, and classics, free general admission. Really? Yes. They're hoping you buy a lot of hot dogs. And I, I didn't write down the date. I want to say it was in February, which I thought was odd. But. Well, you said it was the sweetheart something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. Yes, so that, that would be like sense. I, I that think would it was make the like weekend after uh, February fourteenth. It was the weekend after uh, Valentine's Day. Is okay. Whatever, well, that whatever makes that sense. Saturday was I think. Yeah. So there you go. If you want to go to a free race, you just got to go to Tennessee. It was an interesting idea, though. Doesn't pay anything to win, though, right? I I don't know. I didn't look into it that much. I just saw the free part, and I was like, "Well, that's pretty cool." Yeah. Speaking of free, I did see the uh, Whiteout 100. We should have talked to uh, uh, Mr. Jaycox about this. Uh, I I guess the pit passes are like thirty bucks, which is normal for uh, pit passes, right? But you get free food. This is at Mid Michigan Raceway Park for the really for the yeah. I said free food, but you got to pay for your drinks. Hmm. We might want to run that by Kevin Free and food. see if we can get that at Sandusky. Kevin, <laughs> can I get a hot dog, please? Uh, National uh, Racing NASCAR News: uh, Danica is dating Aaron Rodgers now. Apparently, a susp- allegedly. No, it's it's. Is it official? Yeah. They were seen having dinner or something, hand so in hand. She's, yeah, she's moved on. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, the football Aaron Rodgers. The, yeah, he, he's given her a discount double check. Ah. Uh. Ba-dum. Um, yeah, that's all I got on that, really. Really? That's it. So uh, I got an update on the Richard Childress thing, though. Okay. Where uh, he was fired at the three mass suspects that were making a burglary attempt on his home. Right. Uh, apparently, they have uh, caught through the three suspects. Trail of blood? I have names. I can't read them because it's like Nikwan Victorin, Chance Hines, and Armika Spinks. Okay. They're all 20, 18, and 18. So two teenagers and one 20-year-old. They're arrested on Friday, charged with one count of attempted burglary and trespassing, and uh, uh, that's about it. They're going to appear in court on January 29th. Did we ever find out if any of them got hit? Did not did not say that in the story, but uh, apparently they're if they did they're fine because they're going to be in court in a couple of weeks. Yeah, well that doesn't take much. No, that's uh, that's pretty much all the news I got. Uh, we, really? You know, we got to do a little commercial though for you because we kind of skipped over that earlier. Really? Yeah. Make sure to give Ron Miller Race Cars a call seven three four eight five six seven two two three race parts service and whatever else right yeah. advice. You call that's, it. Yeah. that's it. That's <laughs> it. And the advice he doesn't always charge for, no. at least not to me. Maybe I'm just special. I don't know. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> advice is usually free. Welding, body work, uh, anything yeah, you might need, uh, no matter how bad you mess something up. That's uh, from my own personal experience. He'll, he'll get a fix for you. And we at, work, and we at, work. at fair prices. I mean, you don't charge, like, uh, ridiculous amounts either. Yeah, especially to you. I don't and, know why. <laughs> so, yeah, and if uh, you need a part, uh, he, most days he can have it uh, for you the next day if he doesn't have it in stock. Yes, sir. 734-856-7223. That's 856-RACE. And uh, get an early start on Christmas for next year for the yeah. racer and your family. Yeah. Well, and, and we've still got Valentine's Day coming up. So Ooh, what makes so, a better Valentine's gift than a race car party? Yeah, you ask, ask any racer, <laughs> would you want a tire or a box of chocolate? Yeah.
Throw the tire at me, sweetheart. <laughs> Absolutely. If you want to be a sponsor of the Hammer Down Racing Report, again, we need some new furniture. I got no arm on my chair, and Ron, <laughs> he was about to fall earlier. Yeah. We need I'm, some new chairs. So I'm, uh, I'm holding on to the desk with a yeah. desk death grip. Shoot me an email, scotthammer at iheartmedia.com. So, thanks for or, tuning in. Or Ron Miller Race Cars on our yeah. Facebook page. Or Ron Miller on our, my Facebook page. Yes. We're easy. Absolutely. So once again, I want to thank Kevin Jaycox from Sandusky Speedway for uh, calling in again. The Wild Bill Hart Hangover Race happening on the 13th. Racing the closest thing one. we've got to uh, Larry Jewett, as far as memory goes, that'd be Perry Cox. We have to okay. got, got to thank him, man. That was amazing. Perry, Perry is, a, is an amazing individual, yes. Um, we also have the uh, Whiteout 100. That's uh, the next two races, both next Saturday. Nothing going on this Saturday because it's going to be too cold. That's it. Anything, really. But, uh, yeah, thanks to Kevin Jaycox for calling in, Perry Cox for calling in, Jimmy Ward for uh, coming on in in the studio. Looking forward to seeing you racing uh, next uh, year, next summer, actually a few months from now. Yeah. Um, in a week. In a week. Somebody's counting. Wow. All right. You going to be out there for opening night? A week. Hangover race. Oh well, I well, be, I'm, I'm talking about oak shade though. Well, yeah, you'll be out there for okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll see you in a week, in well, a couple of days, and then at oak shade. Unless Ron Struck decides to play its games again this year. Well, let's hope not. We're good. All right, we'll be there. Tune in again next week. We might have a special surprise. Working on a couple of guests still, uh, kind of up in the air. A couple of the same guests we've been working on for a while, but we've got to put that to bed. Yep. Two weeks from tonight, we'll be talking Grocery Getter Classic from Bearfield. Tune in next Friday, you have Thursday. Been to the Thursday, Thursday. Yeah. 7 o'clock. From yeah. the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Don't interrupt, Listen Amy. on demand on iHeartRadio. We're done. We're gone. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on!